Blog Talk Radio. Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com, starring world-renowned animal communicator, Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. Hey, everyone. I'm Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching humans and animals how to understand each other better. And you can log on to thepetpsychic.com. That's the petpsychic.com for anything and everything to do with animal communication, as well as other services and tips provided by Laura the Pet Psychic. You can call in at 917-889-2693, 917-889-2693. The chat room is open. You can go to the front page of Blog Talk Radio homepage, and on the right-hand corner, I believe, there is a chat room section, and you can see uh, Pet Psychic Radio there, and click on that to join us. I'm your producer and co-host, Aiku Sahara. we got Kendra and Diana on the phones. Thanks, ladies. Um, so we've talked about this before, but I thought we could share uh, with some of our newer listeners how your psychic gift works. Because when people hear the word psychic, they think immediately, like, you can see the future. And when you say pet psychic, it's like, what, you, she can see the future of the animals? What does that mean? Um, but your yeah. gift is a little different. So can you tell us a little bit about how it works? Sure. So um, I actually can ask or tell an animal anything. So it's more an animal communicator than like a psychic where I'm like picking up information from all over the place um, or all over the universe or all over like many different fields. Like psychics, I would think, are more like they're getting information from their guides and angels. And, you know, I can do that too. But basically with the animals, um, it's animal communication. So I can ask them a question. And when I ask them a question, I make sure that I create an image in my mind and the feeling in my body um, for that question and then send it directly to them. And then they um, send me their answer back doing the same thing with their, um, their pictures in their minds, their feelings in their body, and uh, just like, a, like their sense of, of what's happening. Does that mm. make sense? Yeah, yeah. So you're like a translator kind of? Exactly. Yeah, I translate what they, what they are thinking and feeling. Cool. So, but with, with the actual, like, like, I always tell people that, like, I can't predict the future, you know, because that's, that's something that people really, you know, want. They want to know what the future is. Like, when will my animal die, you know? And yeah. They don't necessarily, like, we don't necessarily know that. Like, you know, that's not my gift. I believe that people can do that. So it's really interesting. There are some animals that do know the future. And sometimes what's really strange, too, is that um, with, like, my really good clients or my, my clients that we talk often, You'll see sometimes that so the animals will talk about something as if it's present or if, you know, maybe even sometimes where it's like happened in the past or something and the people are like, I don't really know what that means or like I, I don't, you know, like that didn't happen. And then it happens in the future. And that always is like really remarkable to me because it's almost like the animals might even know, like some of them might be able to predict the future and because I'm not looking into the future I'm not translating it as this is going to happen in the future right because right I'm staying like really in the moment like I want to talk about things in the moment and things in the past we're not really talking about the future but yeah. they almost might be telling me about the future and I translate it into a pre into the present right that's like, interesting yeah like this one horse said to me once she said, um, like, the woman was worried about, like, where the horse was going to be stabled. And she was having problems at the barn that she was at. And the horse says, go to the tack shop in the center of town, and you will see something posted on the bulletin board, and that's where I'll move to. And, oh, and it will be owned by a queen. The, the, 
well, queen, it'll be, the barn will be owned by the queen of the hill or something. So I was like, I don't know, you know, like, I'm just a translator, you know. Yeah. And she's like, what do you know about the tax shop in the middle of town? I'm like, well, I don't know if you've been there. Maybe he could pick it up while you were there. Right. But she went to the tax shop in the middle of town, and on the bulletin board was an advertisement for this place. And it ended up being a celebrity, so she wasn't necessarily a queen, but it was a celebrity's place on the top of a hill. (laughs) Right. Sometimes they know the future, but I don't claim that I can be the future. Right. And that's interesting because from what, you know, from your perspective, it's like, first of all, you don't know they're talking in the future, so you're saying present. And then when they say queen, you have to, like, figure out, like, oh, it's, it could be something similar to a queen or what does a queen represent and then figure all that out. Exactly. Because you have to think with anyone who's psychic or has any type of gift like this, that everything has to, trans, everything has to transfer through our consciousness. Right. So it's so easy to, like, sort of, I mean, that's how, you know, I'm constantly asking questions to people, like, does that feel right? Or like, because I want to know, like, for sure, what's the feeling in my body? What's the feeling in my mind when I'm like right on and when I'm on track? And yeah. what's the feeling when like I'm putting my own association to something? Right. So you really have to like watch yourself. You have to really like, I'm like obsessive about dissecting my mind almost like a little bit too much sometimes, you know, like right. I'm like, where did that come from? And like, what do you mean? Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's important. I mean, it's kind of like being a therapist. You don't want to, you've got to be aware of your countertransference, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. so. Well, exactly. also, you know, um, for our listeners, if you hear Laura whispering during the show, tell them what that is. <laughs> okay. It's funny because, like, so I whisper, and I didn't know it until, like, people started to video me and record me and stuff, and then I was like, what is that, you know, and then I realized that I whisper. So when you hear me whispering, it is usually the animal talking in real time. So it's like I whisper, like, what they're saying, and then I make sure it's it's appropriate to say. So... <laughs> And what does that I, mean, like, appropriate? Than it is for the animal, you know, because yeah. I like I just feel more comfortable if I know exactly what I'm going to say rather than just like channeling it and just saying it and like. <laughs> um, but that's yeah. usually the animal talking in in real time. It was funny. I was talking to a client the other day online. I, I mean, on the phone, mm-hmm. and uh, and she she was like, "What is that whispering?" She's like, I thought I was hearing my animal. <laughs> She's like, I can hear my animal talking. <laughs> I guess that's me. true. It is their animal talking. <laughs> it is, it is. But she thought, like, the action, she was hearing, like, the waves or something. <laughs> that's really funny. Well, let's go straight into some phone calls. Uh, we're ready for your calls. Again, the number is uh, 917-889-2693. Um, and we're going to stay with uh, each call is about one pet. So one pet, one question. That's our policy. We want to get to as many people and give everyone a chance. So our first caller is uh, Molly. Well, the animal is Molly. Cat named Molly. Tamara is the mother. And uh, four years old, uh, discharge in eyes and nose. That doesn't sound fun. Um, And uh, they've changed the food and have antibiotics, but is not helping. So, Tamara, tell us uh, about Molly. That doesn't sound good. No, um, and I can't tell if she has allergies or if it's like a respiratory infection or, Mm -hmm. you know, because I have allergies. And... um, but, you know, I've given her, taken her to the vet before, and they've given her um, antibiotics, and um, she just, uh, it still happens. And sometimes I can hear her uh, when I take her up or I'm sleeping next to her, I can hear her kind of wheezing a little bit. And, um, you know, and so it just breaks my heart because she's, I just, you know, she's my pet and I love her <laughs> and 
I just yeah. I don't know if she's how she's feeling. Like, does she not like it, or you know, does it bother her, or you know, what what's happening with that? Okay, let's get her, Molly. Tell my mom I love her a lot. Tell her I like it when she strokes down my back. And I want to say about my allergies, that it makes my head feel heavy. And it makes me not as alert when I'm running. I don't really know where things are coming from. It's like I have loss of senses. That's interesting. So she feels like, do you feel like that too when you have allergies? Yeah, I do. I mean, I, I don't feel good when I have allergies and my head feels kind of, you know, kind of. Is she in indoor or She's both, yeah. She mostly goes outside um, most of the day and then she comes, you know, inside at night, but. Like these past couple of days, I've noticed that the air just—I've had really itchy eyes, and she stayed in during the day, which mostly she's just outside all day long playing. And I don't know what else to do because I've gone to the doctor, I've given her excuse me antibiotics, and um, you know, I—I uh, I went to the pet store and I got, or this herbal store, and I got her like um, this vitamin C. For cats yeah. or for animals? Yeah. And I put that in her food and, um, Did it you know. Make, let me ask her if it helped her. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I think I got a stomach ache from it. Oh. I want something milky. Can I have something to drink like that? I wonder what that is. Um... um and I give her yogurt sometimes. Oh, that's what she wants then, yogurt. Yeah, I Which do. Different. I give her. Yeah, maybe that probiotic will help her, the yogurt or the probiotic. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I would so, add that to her daily. You know what else would be good for her is, is colostrum and, or or um, or coconut oil because they both help the immune system. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so... Um, so I can give her some yogurt every day, and that would. And see, I was worried because I thought it was going to create more mucus and more discharge. But no, it doesn't, Mom. I feel better on it. I mean, or there's a way maybe where you could find a probiotic and see if that would help her. You know, and it's not the yogurt. I don't know if yogurt would create more discharge. That would be something for like a nutritionist or Google it or something. But she mm-hmm. feels like she feels better when she has the yogurt. Mm-hmm. And so she's telling me also that it's allergies, right, from where we're living. I feel worse inside sometimes. I don't know if I'm allergic to something inside. But what could happen is because she's young, she might be just less stimulated inside, and then she'll, she then has the... It's like she's thinking about it more inside, you know. Mhm. Mhm. And um, you know, we, I we're we lived in Hawaii, and so we just moved here. And I I don't you know I don't know how also she feels about that. Like I'm thinking of going back because ever since we've been in Texas, I've had lots of allergies as well, and just haven't felt well. And I don't know if it's the mom. I like it here. I don't think it's the location. Okay. You know what I would do is try her, give her, start giving her the yogurt on a daily basis and make sure that her food doesn't have any wheat or corn in it. And if you mm-hmm. could do grain-free, that would be the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. And, and so she has, I give her this Good. stuff called solid gold. And then no, in the morning, like. it has grain in it. Oh, it does? Yeah. Great. I'm pretty Holistic. sure it does. Yeah, make sure it says grain-free, and you can look on the um, package. Mm-hmm. So, what, mm-hmm. Laura? What what kind of um, what kind of food would you recommend? Do you have like a brand maybe? We yeah. Check out? So with 
Yeah, so you could do like natural balance or halo, um, prairie. Um, those are all really good ones. And then, of course, Stella and Chewy's and the Primal freeze dried is really good, too. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But definitely look for a grain-free because that can cause the allergies also. Okay. All right. Yeah, so I'll, yeah call us back. And... Yeah. I thought it said holistic cat food, and so I just, in my mind, thought that it was good. Yeah, well, sometimes like... it'll say that, but then it, it could still be with grain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah well, check it out and then let us know. Um, Try that yogurt thing and then, you know. See what happens. Thank you, Thank you so Thanks, much. Okay, Thank you. Good luck. Get better, Molly. No, Molly. Oh, by the way, um, I'm I just got some more um, cat food I ordered from um the the primal stuff. I'm gonna try that out. Oh, you did good. Yeah, I yeah. know my cats now have been eating more primal than Phil and Chewy's. Well, I wanted to try it because it actually has the coconut oil already in the food. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yes. Isn't that cool? That is, like, really cool. Yeah, I so I that. thought that was perfect. Yeah, I looked at the – I went to my local store, Rock Cat and Dog. I have to give them a shout-out because they're awesome and um, in Eagle Rock. And they special order anything for me, and they got the uh, the turkey one for me. So we're going to check oh, it out. Neat. Yeah. I was wondering why Serafina's coat was getting all shiny because she doesn't usually, <laughs> it's more of a kid that eats the coconut oil. Yeah. But that's probably why. Yeah, there's coconut oil in the thing, in the food already. I love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. I'm excited to try it. So when you introduce new foods, um, you have to slowly introduce them, right? Yeah, you should mix them for even like a week or sometimes even two weeks. Okay, so like half and half, or do yeah, I slowly... If you're going from a high-quality food to another high-quality food, I don't think you need to worry too much about switching her. Okay. Okay, maybe just mix it half and half for a while and then wean it out. Yeah. Okay, I'll try and that. Actually, what I did when I was switching them, well, when I was introducing the primal, I wasn't sure if they were going to eat it, so I did, like... Half the half it half of it wet with the Stella and Chewies, and then the other half of the plate wet with the Primal. And I oh, just I like, and I just let them choose which one yeah. do they want to. Eat. Oh, that's a good idea. Cool, I'll do that. Yeah. Uh, our next caller is Fawn the Bulldog Beagle. Actually, the caller is Marissa the mom, um, but Fawn the Bulldog and Beagle, um, around two years old, she bites the fur off her paws and has switched foods and had meds. Oh, it sounds familiar. We just had this call, it seems. Uh, and her picture's on the Pet Psychic Radio Facebook page. So if you all want to go there and check it out. Um, so let's find out from Marissa how Fawn's doing. Hi, Marissa. Hi. Oh, you don't see the picture? No, do you? Uh, I don't have. Oh, yeah, I, uh... she, yeah, I see Fawn. She's beautiful. Thank you. Oh, I love her. Thank you. Um, and so, oh, yeah, I see where she's biting off, like right on the top there. Yeah, and it's been getting so bad that it's in, like, her poop, like the fur is, like, and it's affecting her, like, really badly. And oh also she had really bad ears, too, but uh, the vet gave us um, medicine for it. So it's been getting better for the ears, but the paws, no. Good, and you have her off grain and corn? Yeah, uh, we were giving her blue buffalo uh, for sensitivities, but she didn't seem to like it. Oh, okay, yeah, so find another one, like natural balance, um, grain-free. Okay. Um, okay, but let's ask Fawn, how, how is she feeling? Does she know what's happening to her? Okay. I kind of do know what's happening. They tingle and they're really numb. They're not just hot, but they tingle. And sometimes around my butt hurts. I love to play, but sometimes it's bothering me even when I'm playing. And I don't like that feeling at all. 
I feel like I need something cool on it. And I feel like I need massages of my elbows. You know what that sounds like to me, Marissa? It sounds like she needs an adjustment by a chiropractor. A chiropractor? Yeah, I would try that because sometimes when they're out in their atlas, which is at the base of the skull, they can feel numbness down the legs and also like down by the back of their rump can hurt. I mean, they can have all sorts of issues, but... I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that might be your culprit. Okay. And also, the vet also thinks she might have torn her back ACL. Could that also be because of her problem? Well, she could have um, torn her ACL just from, like, spinning on it, you know? Like, yeah. Like, she's just a pup, so she could have just been really hard on it and pivoting on that back leg. But, yeah, if she's been out at the atlas and it's going down her back, it's possible that the way she moved her body was sort of thrown off. But so what are you doing? Are you doing the surgery? Um, No, because we don't have enough money to do the surgery, unfortunately. But Mm. uh, we take her swimming because the vet said that it would also help. Oh, good. So Um, so I would... um, I would get her adjusted for sure, and that will help her heal too. Is it? It's just. Is it a partial tear or a full tear? Is she putting all her weight down on it? Um, on her front paws or her ACL thing. On her ACL. Uh, she puts some weight on it. She limps a lot. Oh. Poor little girl, Aww. Ripley. I dog went through that too. Yeah, she's uh she's at the vet right now. What we have to go pick her up today. But yeah, the surgery is really expensive. We had to do fundraising for it. Yeah, we're having a garage sale, and yeah. the money that we get is going towards her. Yeah. Oh, it's so tough. I know, especially when they're puppies like that. Because you know, what are you gonna do? You kind of have to do it, you know, any yeah. way you can. But it's so hard. It's so expensive. Thank you. Yeah, get her adjusted. Okay, and we'll see. We'll we'll try to find a chiropractor. Yeah, definitely do because I think that will help her. And then we'll we'll help. So Fawn, honey, let's let's start picturing. Let's all picture Fawn having being able to afford the surgery and getting the surgery and healing fast. Yeah. But yeah. you never know. Things might happen where you could have a windfall somehow. So. So let's all picture that for Fawn so that she can yeah. live out the rest of her life on good knees. Yeah. Definitely. She said she, said she would like that. Aww. <laughs> That's Aww. probably why her elbows are hurting, too, because she's not putting weight on that hind leg. Yeah, yeah. So she's yeah doing that. She was also having trouble jumping for a long time. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it probably has a lot to do with the ACL thing. And the vet said it's also because of her build, because she's kind of awkward looking. Hmm. But it's really cute. Okay. (laughs) Oh, well, good luck, Marissa. Um, Keep us posted. Let us know if you get the surgery or, you know, anything. If you do any fundraising, let us know. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. So many... So many ACL surgeries. You know, uh, my my parents' dog just had an ACL surgery. Really? Rosie. Yeah. Oh, man, we gotta be these. Uh, we gotta tell the dogs to be careful on their legs. No, stop spinning on your legs. Yeah. Ugh, it's just so, so much, so much money. I mean, I know I it's know. a serious surgery and all. Yeah, but I wonder why why there is so much ACL surgery, like why are there so many tears, you know? Yeah. Because she really doesn't really play ball, right? She doesn't pivot like that, does she? I don't know. She does. She does play like, she does run around a lot. Mm. You know what she she does is she she jumps a lot too. Mm. I got to get her to stop jumping. She's a jumper, that Ripley. (laughs) Okay, let's get to our next caller. Um, We have a dog named Macy whose picture is on our Facebook. It's a Gordon Setter Black with brown tannish socks and eyebrows. 
Um, she she passed away on December. Oh, oh no, I'm sorry. She just, she passed away at at 12 years old um, in March. So let's find out from Stephanie um, what she would like to ask her. Hi, Stephanie. Hi. Hi. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. Her, uh, okay. Hey, I'm a big fan. Yeah, she passed away March the 1st, 2010. I miss her. Terribly, I adopted her when she was six weeks old, and uh, we had her 12 and a half years, and she did everything with us. She rode our four-wheelers with us. She canoed with She She was my shadow, and um, there's still such a hole. We have a cat who is the love of my life, too, and um, she knew Macy. She learned a lot of her little tricks and stuff, So, and I feel Macy, and I've... Uh, paid a lot of attention. Now, I started listening to um, your, Laura's, um, your all's one-hour show, and then it was just so hard listening to other callers call in about their animals and just passing away and stuff. It would just tear me out of pieces. And so oh. up until a couple, I guess about three months now, I've been listening every day. And I've just I think that your... Um, Awesome, what you do and and what you do to help people. I just had to say that real quick. I could talk to you for days. (laughs) But um, I communicate. I've been a huge animal lover, and I communicate with my cat, like always I did with Macy. Macy understood everything I said. I'm having a problem with my (laughs) Wi-Fi. I was trying to post, and it's actually still sending, so I... I don't oh, know yeah, if you've got the picture yeah. or not. We didn't get it, but I can do it without it. And so she's okay. Gordon Sutter and she's yeah, she's Gordon. She's Sox. she's got she's um her whole body's black and then she's got like lightish tan socks on her two front legs and her ears are floppy and curly like and uh, she's got little brown dots for eyebrows like little Rottweiler would. Okay, I got her. I got her. Okay. She says, Mom, I got to tell you something. <laughs> it's a lot of fun here. Mm-hmm. And I can go flying and jumping on the bed. <laughs> and I do that a lot. Good. She and then I snuggle in with you. And sometimes I walk next to you, looking up at you. <laughs> yeah. And here in heaven, there's a sound that I love. It's like a beautiful humming. And it sounds like you, and it sounds like the family. And there's all this great feeling. And there's a big plate of food. (laughs) I feel so much like her. And she says the kind of food that's crunchy, that's but crunchy. also really tasty. So I'm wondering if it's like a. Did you make her like liver treats or something? I gave her. I, I called them uh, her favorite bones. Her good girl bones. They would have the. It would be like um, a rawhide on the outside and like the meat kinda in the middle. She loved them. She would. Oh, eat, that's- what it is. And my mom's in heaven with her, and I would, oh, oh, me and Chuck, my husband, always say, I know mom is feeding her like crazy because my husband would get on to my mom all the time because she'd feed her people food. Oh, and about funny. the the I bed jumping, I'm sorry, a, go ahead. I saw it on a people plate. That's probably why. Yeah, exactly. And the bed jumping that you said, um, I do it with Kitty. When Macy was alive forever, from the time when she was a puppy until she was 12 and a half, we would run, and I'd leap on the bed, and then <laughs> she would come, and she would leap over on top of me, and we'd do it, like, all the time. Oh, how That's a, I love her so much. I, I miss her so much, but it's so good to hear. We had her cremated, and I have her memorial in the living room, I keep fresh flowers all the time. I all of her favorite toys, and um, I talk to her constantly, and Great I sing to her. She's, oh, maybe that's the humming that she hears yeah. in heaven. You sing yeah, I sing. 
Yeah, I sing to her. I I would always sing to her, and um, you said that she stands beside me and looks up at me. She did that all the time. And um, Monday, I'm a two times breast cancer survivor, and I just found out I was in remission Monday, and I was real nervous, and I felt Macy lean up against my leg while I was drying my hair, and I took my hair dryer and blew down towards her because she used to love that. And I told my husband, I was like, Macy just came and visited me. And that's just awesome. That's awesome. Oh, Thank you I'm so much. So that you felt that. That's so yeah. Yeah. Aww. I'm very, I'm very thankful. Thank you for your time. That made my You're day. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Stephanie. Yeah, Thank thanks. you very much. Aww. That's so awesome that she's so connected and can hear Macy. I know, and can feel her, and especially, like, feel her in a time of need, you know? Mm-hmm. That's so neat. I wish I could do that. Oh, my God. I, you're so ridiculous. <laughs> you do it all the time. I don't know. I don't know. I, if I, I just don't, don't you, believe myself. Don't you tell me when when you told me that you felt Ventura come to visit you. I know, but then I go, no, I'm just crazy. And sometimes I say, do you want me to talk to your animals for you? No, I've already done it. <laughs> well, I do so it, but I don't know if they actually can hear me. Yeah. Yes, you do. You know it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, next call. Next call. Oh, you know what? Before we get to the next call, I wanted to go to our Facebook mail. We had uh, Facebook. On our Facebook, we have um, Tuga. Did you see Tuga from Linda Chambers? Yes, I okay. sure do. Because um, Tuga is no longer eating on his own and is having issues with chronic constipation. Oh, That's no. That's um, And believe, uh, believes residual, residual effects of heart poisoning. Can you ask him what's going on? Why is he fighting so much on being fed? And oh, my God. He didn't He's until so recently. cute. Okay. Tuga. Tuga. Tuga's a cat, by the way, and she's he he's got um like a I don't know how you explain that like a brown head, but like a white yeah, mouth. Yeah, you say he's probably like maybe like a little Siamese or something, like a big yeah. Is that yeah, like half Siamese. Yeah, something like that. I gotta tell you something. He says the problem with me going to the bathroom. Is I think I ate something I shouldn't have. Uh oh. I ate something that was stringy. I thought it might have gotten caught inside of me. I mean, it's also possible that he ate something and he thinks, like, he thinks it's caught inside of him because he's constipated. Yeah. What would help me is, like, baby food. And also, I have no liquid in me. I need something to liquefy my poop. Sounds like they need to... I wonder if they've done a blood panel. Yes, a blood panel would be good. You're right. Yeah. But chronic, I mean, I know that it, it seems so, like, I'm so, like, chiropractic and coconut oil can and colostrum can <laughs> solve anything. Right. <laughs> but I feel like it's true, you know. I don't know. Um, yeah, try all those that, things. Try the usual. And also, no grain. Like to get yeah. him off the grain food if he's on that. Yeah. Also, I have a bad taste in my mouth. Is it like a rotten taste? Ooh, maybe he has teeth problems. Yeah, maybe his teeth problems. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds, I don't know, definitely sounds like needs to go to the vet first if they haven't she, done that. But I'm sure they've done that already. She might have know. already. Yeah, I don't know. I guess this is a hard one to do because we need to ask a few questions. So maybe they'll yeah. email us back on, on Facebook. Email us back. Yeah, uh, and rub the ears too because the ears help with digestion, rubbing the ears. Oh, 
Oh, the cool. T-touch. You can do the T-touch on the ears and the stroking of the ears. There's over 500 acupressure points on the ears, so you can bring your animals out of shock. Um, so if anything's ever wrong and you have to rush them to the vet, stroking the ears is really good to do. Um, also, it helps with their circulation and their digestion. Cool. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. I'll do that for um, Ripley today. And also, she should check her food to make sure that the food hadn't been recalled. Oh, yeah, because there's, there's been a lot of recalls lately, so definitely check that, that out. Happen. And even high-quality food. Yeah. Uh, okay, next call is uh, Cindy's cat. Um, let's see here. Do I have that right? Yes. Cindy's cat, Molly, uh, passed away at 15 about nine weeks ago. Um, she just posted a photo on Facebook. She was a short-haired tortie with black, brown, and a pink nose and orange spot on the forehead. And she's worried she doesn't understand her decision to put her down. So let's find out from Cindy. Hi, Cindy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear about Molly. Thank you. Um, my question is that it, it, Molly's always been very healthy and, and full of life and just always wanted to be in the middle of the party. And um, she, out of nowhere, just stopped eating. I brought her in um, to the vet. <laughs> they wanted to keep her for the weekend and do an ultrasound in the morning. But over the course of just the weekend, she just declined so quickly that um, uh, they she just they said that she wasn't going to come home. So um, I was faced with either um, letting her go naturally and as her body would shut down or um, putting her to sleep. And I chose to put her to sleep because she looked like she was struggling and I didn't want to see her suffer. And it just happened so fast that I don't think she knew what was going on. Um, and I just wanted to see if you could check in with her. Yeah, I'm so sorry. They found out later um, that she, her... Her, after she passed, um, they did a little bit of an, an ultrasound um, just for me and, and saw a mass in her colon and um, tests showed that she uh, was positive for carcinoma cells. But she, um, it just happened so quickly. I mean, this is a cat that was so healthy. I know that's one thing with cancer. They sometimes can, like, take them in, like, three days. Mm. And it, it's like you don't see any signs and all of a sudden – so bittersweet because you don't want them to like suffer for a long period of time, but you don't want to lose them so fast either. Yeah. Um, okay, let's get let's get Molly and see what she has to say. Tell mom I'm really dainty and graceful here, and I have my manners. And I know that it was hard. But the thing is, I helped her make the decision. And I didn't want to go home and suffer more. It was like we just had to do it. Mm. I want you to know you're my best friend. That's what I said to her when I was oh, putting her to sleep. I kept saying, you're my best friend. You're my best friend. Oh, I kept saying it over and over, and I tell her, I talk to her, too, and, and I tell her that she was my best friend, but when I was holding her um, before they did everything, I kept telling her that she was my best friend. Oh, so That's good. amazing that you said that. Mom, you don't have to fear about me. I'm feeling really good now. And I can sleep with you. And I can still hear you talking to me. And I want a really pretty framed picture of me with my name on it. <laughs> I've been looking. What did you say? Do you have that already? Well, I, I actually I had her cremated, and I ha bought this beautiful wooden carved box that I have her mousies, and they made a, a footprint for me um, oh. in, in clay. Um, and I have her collar and um, her ashes and everything. And, and they actually gave me, they shaved some fur. They gave me some of her fur. And I've been looking around for the right frame 
And 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 I I don't know why I haven't done it yet, but I've been I want to frame a really pretty picture of her to put next to, you know, her the box with all of her stuff. Oh, so she's saying when you look for a frame that she wants one with her name on it, and she'll <laughs> it looks like she'll help you find it. You know, she'll be with you. Well, it's a frame with her name. Well, that's going to be interesting to find. <laughs> well, you could get them made. You know. You okay. I'm sure you can find that online where you can get it made with her name on it. Okay. Mom, I love you, and maybe I'll come back to you. Would you like a kitten? No. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> I still have her sister to take care of. Oh, how funny. Yeah. <laughs> then be open to it, because maybe, like, in the future, you know, when mm-hmm. you're ready, you mm-hmm. never know. Because they don't always say that. They don't always say that. I know. It's just so hard. It's just so hard. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just not. And I know that that it's never enough time. A lot of people have said to me, you know, even if she was 20, it still wouldn't feel like enough time. But I think, you know, it just happened so quickly. And um, I had never experienced it before. Oh. So it's, you know, I I find that everywhere I look, I see her. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. That is her. When you look and you see her, that's her. You know, yeah. she's there with you. That's really important. It's so subtle when they come around you. It can often feel like a memory, but it's not really a memory. It's it's her being with you. Well, I asked her a week after she passed. I read something about, you know, asking them to come to you in, in your dream, and but being prepared for it because they won't if they feel that you're you're not stable enough or you're not you know you, you're not gonna you're still really traumatized by everything and I just I asked her and that very morning at five thirty in the morning where she would usually come and jump on my bed and walk over my body and then lay down and snuggle she did it in my dream but I feel like I wasn't really in the dream like it oh, really yeah. and so. Yeah. It's like I heard her come in the room. I felt her jump on the bed, and she walked over my body. And when I reached out to touch her, I felt her. I felt her fur, the the feeling, the silkiness of her fur, and then she it just disappeared. And so, was it a dream or were you awake? It. I was in between at five thirty in the morning, and this is always how it was. I would be in between the dream and being awake. One of those things where I'm kind of dreaming, but I'm conscious. So I always heard her come into my room. Because yes. I have hardwood floors, and I would feel her jump on my bed. She always walked over my body, and then would you know lay down and want me to put my arm over her. And at, it was five thirty in the morning, the regular time that this happened. So it's weird because I really believe I, I was dreaming, but it was I was in that weird space that I would normally be in. Okay, so I have to say this. Okay, one that is amazing, and that you have to like give it more than you're giving it, mm-hmm. like because. It's her coming to visit you and you have having to actually felt her. That place that you said where you were really quite dreaming but you weren't really awake, that's where I am when I'm talking to the animals. That's the place where my mind goes. So so you were, like, conversing with her. You were with her. Now, I want to say, like, you are really blessed that you were able to ask for her to come into a dream and that she, like, appeared. But I want to say to everybody out there that that it's not the easiest thing for them to do to actually mm-hmm. come into a dream. And, and I read reason, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the reason why is because they have to come into your dream and wipe your unconscious clean, create a dream that makes sense, and then wake you up. Or they have to take an existing dream and then wake you up and make it make sense and then wake you up. It takes an extraordinary amount of energy. They can't all do it. And it also depends on our consciousness. And maybe why you read, because I kind of shuddered at first when you said that, you know, if you're not ready for it, then Mm -hmm. they they might not come. And, you know, I feel like they're coming. Like whether you're ready for it or not, they're coming. You know, they want you to know that you're around. But what they might have been saying, whoever wrote that, is Mm -hmm. that, you're sowing the anxiety. Your unconscious may not be able to let them in because you're you're grasping onto your grief too much, where you have to let go of your grief a little bit or let go of the grasping onto their life. Right. 
No. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. I mean, I, I heard I heard her come into the room because I could hear, like, the, the creaking of my hardwood floor, and then I felt the jumping on the bed, and I remember kind of looking over because I was just like, it can't be. And I saw her, and just the, the look on my face must have been amazing, like, what? You know? And <laughs> she was kind of... She was kind of, she wasn't in full, like a, I wouldn't say iridescent, but she was, it was her, and I could see all of her colors, um, but obviously it wasn't like a, you know, her full body. And that and is she, such a gift. Hold yeah. that close to your heart. That is yeah, such that's a amazing. Thank you. Thank that's you. so amazing. Thanks for calling in, Cindy, and telling Thank us your Thank you story. so much. Yeah, thank you. Oh, that's so amazing. Yeah, and, like, isn't it neat how, like, I mean, it's interesting how, you know, it's like sometimes you hold on to the grief so much that, like, things like that can happen and you don't give them enough yeah, enough credit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like yeah. when stuff like that happens, like, believe it and be excited about it. Like, yeah, you know? I know. It is, it's hard. It's hard to do when, when yeah, when you are going through that. But it that's is. so cool. It's so cool. It is, but once you study, like, what I've been studying, yeah. there's, like, no doubt. It was dumb, yeah. you know. So. I know. Wow. Uh, let's go to our next uh, next caller, which is uh, Nutter Butter, who I believe has been on our show before. I remember <laughs> Nutter Butter. Brown Tabby um, on Facebook, pictures on Facebook. He's acting like he wants to spray on Rachel's door. Um, she did get rid of a foster mama cat and is worried he might start spraying. Um, so Rachel, what uh, what kind of is he spraying? Or you wh- why is he, why do you think he's going to spray? Well, he's um, I'm I've been sleeping back in my room, so it's my my roommate Summer, who's Knight's mom, um, and who's been saying no, no, he's actually like turning around with his butt towards your door and doing the the tail shivers and the really tense like he wants to, but he's fixed, so nothing is happening. Um, but, yeah, we we decided after sort of an executive decision thing um, where Liz just said that uh, she felt like Mama was meant for somebody else. So she's back now having been fixed and waiting for uh, that person but I still have the kittens until they're, they reach two pounds. And since the little boy kitten is starting to get bigger, I'm, I'm a little bit worried that it's just like a smell that he's giving off. And since he's not fixed, that Nutter might be having some, some weird anxiety issues or something where I keep trying to tell him that really he's, he's got nothing to worry about, that the only way I would keep a kitten is if it was actually Wednesday <laughs> Because kittens are a lot of work, but um, so I I don't know what what he's doing. And I slept out here in the in the living room last night, and he spent the whole night with me on the couch, like sleeping in between my legs. And so it's just is he getting jealous, or is is there something that he's having a bigger problem with? Okay, hold on. I am sort of having a problem. Oh, baby. I'm saying no more cats in here. <laughs> okay. I sort of feel like we have a good group. And when we bring in another cat, I feel anxious. Oh, you don't need to feel anxious. And then babe. I get confused on who I am. But when I'm spraying, I haven't been able to. It won't come out. I know. But it won't come out. That must mean you don't really want to do it. I know. Do you think that I could learn a trick? You want to learn a trick? I want to learn something so I feel more smart. Baby, you are smart. We can learn tricks. Maybe if I learned more tricks, it wouldn't bother me. Do we need to have more cats? We don't need to. I just like helping the place that that made it possible for us to get him. 
Nutter Butter, did you hear that? Can we lock them in another room? We could probably put them in Liz's room because he's not allowed to go in there. It's the He usually spends a lot of time in my room because my room is the room with the windows. So... Yeah, wouldn't that be great, Nutter Butter, so that your mom could rescue other kitties and that she wouldn't keep them, but she'd find them new homes. And then you can just know that they're going to be behind a door. Would that be okay? What do you think, Nanette? Only if they don't have diseases seeping through the cracks in the door. <laughs> Gosh. Wowzers. <laughs> I think he's talking about like a respiratory problem. Oh my god! I'm I'm sorry. I I really shouldn't laugh, but it's it's kind of hilarious. Baby, hypochondriac kitty. They test them first. Yeah, they're test. They're all tested first. Not her butter. They're tested first. Oh, I have a germaphobe cat. I think I need more tunnels and cat trees to climb up high. I know. I'm trying to talk your other mama into letting me do that. Do you remember how much she made fun of me when I got the really big one? (laughs) And I need more play toys. Oh, okay. Mom, when you look in the mirror, you should love yourself more. Oh, honey. Because it will help you feel good when you leave the house. (laughs) Does does his other mom do that? Look in the mirror before she leaves the house? Oh, yeah. Oh, do you do that? Uh, Most of the time, I I think so. I usually will do a check and and make sure I haven't had some horrible tragedy happen with my clothes before I go. Mom, that's not why you should look at yourself. Oh. You should look at yourself and say, I love myself. Okay. And then you should go. Nutter Butter is so funny. I know. He's he's like very, got a lot of uh, good info. I know. Uh, We all should do that. He's a huge doll. I I love him to pieces. And even Night Night. Who has <laughs> night night has a shaved tummy right now because we found out he has mild pancreatitis and oh no hasn't, he hasn't eaten any more vomit he's been really good about that so oh good well Rachel so thanks is, for thanks for calling in and you know thanks so hopefully much, that guys. helps you helps it you better butter okay thanks Rachel ah. <laughs> Nutter butter. Nutter, I remember Nutter butter Nutter butter is the one with the quirky personality. I know. Right? Yes. He's got a lot to say. He does. <laughs> I love this whole thing about people posting on the Facebook page, too. I know. It's really, really great. <laughs> I like being able to see their little pictures when I talk to them. I know. Uh, let's see. What time is it? Well, we're kind of in between that time. Should we do a quick one? You know what? I kind of would like to do... Is there this um, Priscilla, the the um, feather p- picker parrot? Is she okay. easily accessed? Um, I don't see a parrot in here. I think they're trying to find her, but I'm not sure. Oh, where. I can do her from the from the Facebook page. Can I do that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's she's, do it. She's on a um, on our Facebook page. And she plucked her feathers, and her whole little chest is plucked, and she has the sweetest eyes, and she's a parrot. And they write, this is Priscilla. She's a feather picker. She came from a very bad place, the home of a hoarder. I do not know how I can help her. She seems unhappy. Oh, God, that's a sweet picture. Yeah, so let's get Priscilla. You know what I need is something to chew that is attached to my cage. It's like something that tastes good. I think she's talking about like some type of mineral block. And I need soothing water on me. 
And I like it if you sing to me. And when I pluck my feathers, it's because my skin feels sore. And I don't know what to do. I'm going to ask Simora, my blue and gold parrot, what she should do. Because Simora used to be a feather plucker, and she's not anymore. Yeah. Simora, did you hear that? You should tell her to trust that she's happy. And if you feel safe sometimes, believe in that. Safety is so important. Every time you feel safe, tell yourself you're safe and loved. And when you have a bad memory, try and look at your people and see that you're not in that memory anymore. What did you think about that, Priscilla? Sounds smart. Where is that bird? (laughs) Does she feel trapped ever? Yeah, sometimes when I don't let her out of her cage that often, she gets a little bit like she wants me to let her out. But I don't think she's trapped. I think she just likes sitting on her door better than sitting on her perch. I like to eat food like she's eating. Right now, Demora is eating... Oranges, broccoli, uh, squash, a little bit of nuts. What else do you want that Seymour is eating? Oh, and banana. Banana. Yeah, that'd probably be good for her, banana. Yeah. Well, I hope that helps. Um, What's the mom's name? Anita. Anita, we hope that helps you um, and helps... uh, Maybe at least take some steps. Maybe try some of those things and let us know what happens. Yes. And I hope her feathers come back and we would love a picture of her healthy with her full grown-in feathers. Do you know what, though, is that our vet said about um, uh, Seymoura that her feathers may never come back. Oh. But but it's okay. She says it's just, you know, it's just Mm -hmm. what you think of them, but it doesn't make their body not feel good. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, hopefully she stops picking more out. Yeah. Mhm. Oh, Priscilla, get better. I know, Priscilla. Believe in safety. Believe in safety. Oh, you know what? We got a uh, real quick. I know we have only a couple minutes, but uh, Tuga's mom, the cat. Do you remember we had earlier on the show? Uh-huh. Um, says um that. Uh, she was uh, Tuga was under the care of a vet weekly. He's on science diet critical care via syringe, and he doesn't eat anything on his own. He gets lactulose daily and coconut oil mixed with his food and has three pet fountains and drinks from the faucet. His teeth and blood panels are good. Oh, so, good. Yeah, blood panels are good. That's all great. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of the science diet, but yeah. all that other is good. Yeah. So that's I mean, that's the I think update. It's a science diet. He was the one that was having problems pooping, right? Yeah. 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 Fast science diet has grain in it. Make sure you take him off that because it could be the grain that's clogging him up. Yeah. So maybe try so, that. Yeah, but it's good that he's getting coconut oil mixed in it. But and maybe yeah. also get him adjusted. But I already probably already said that, didn't I? <laughs> I don't know. Isn't that what we always say? <laughs> yeah. You know what, lately, it hasn't been the, we haven't talked about calming signals as much lately. We've been on the chiropractics a lot lately. Right, that's true. Yeah, but it's because all of our calls have been about animals. Yeah, health, a lot of health questions lately. Anyways, uh, the show is coming to an end. So, uh, real quick words of wisdom, one-liner from someone. Storm King. Oh, Storm is asleep. Luca, Luca, one-liner. One-liner. We're running out of time. Okay, quick. Everybody should take a nap. I love it. I'm going to. (laughs) Thanks, Luca. Tune in next week here on the Pet Psychic Radio Show to talk to the animals. Until then, go to thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com. For more tips on animal communication and private consultations with Laura, we'll see you all 
next week. Bye. Bye, everyone. Talk to the animals. Talk to the animals.